The cluster of hepatitis A infections linked to some frozen imported berries keeps growing despite the suspect products being ditched from supermarket shelves. A range of foodstuffs Pam's brand fo- frozen berry products were voluntarily recalled in October after New Zealand Food Safety linked the infections to fruit imported from Serbia. Since the first cases came to light, consumers have been warned to boil all frozen imported berries at 85 degrees for a minute before eating them. New Zealand Food Safety Deputy Director General Vincent Arbuckle warns some Hep A cases have long incubation periods. 23 confirmed cases, um, and of which we've had 17 sequenced with whole genome sequencing as the same strain. Uh, we've got about 11 of those 23 have been hospitalised, which is just, so just under half. So what is happening with what was effectively a voluntary recall of the PAMS products with the frozen berries? Are those products still off shelves? They are absolutely still off shelves. So you recall the um, the origin of those, pro- those products was Serbia. So we've had no Serbian ber- berries in circulation in New Zealand uh, since the date of the recall of the 4th of October. Um, and you remember that the hepatitis A has got a fairly long incubation period between 15 and 50 days. So e- even assuming that the correct product has been withdrawn from, from New Zealand from sale, uh, there will be quite a lag time until sort of the infections start to drop down because of that incubation period. Yeah, because here's the thing. The numbers are still tracking up with the number of hepatitis A cases. You have removed the product that you think is linked to the infection and you're still getting cases. Could it also be that there is another product that is a problem? It, it could be, but each of the but we don't think so. Each of the cases that have arisen have all arisen within a period for which, uh, in theory, could have consumed berries before they're withdrawn. And, and we've interviewed each of the cases and almost without exception, they recall consuming Pam's berries. Uh, so at this stage, and the fact that they all link back to the same strain, which was associated in 2021 with uh, an outbreak from Serbian berries, that all links together and confirms that more than likely the source was those Serbian berries and have been withdrawn from market. So why can't I then consume frozen berries of other brands in my smoothie in the morning if you are convinced that it is coming from this particular um, you, product? You, you, you certainly can. Um, we think in the sort but of you still want abund- me to boil them, don't you, Vincent? <laughs> Abundance of caution. Look, the outbreak's not over. And um, until we see those cases start to drop as we hope and expect they will and go down to zero, the, the prudent advice in that situation would be to tell people that they can take this precaution, which is to heat treat their berries, and that will reduce that risk to nothing and will eliminate the virus. Obviously, that is a personal choice, um, but until we're sure... And until the outbreak's over, we're recommending that. What's going on behind the scenes, Vincent, in terms of regulation and looking at tighter (coughs) food safety requirements and even potentially, I mean, do you have the power to stop the importation of berries from Serbia? Uh, answer the first part of your question. Yes, we've commenced work and and we're working with the industry uh, already on future regulatory controls. Um, and the industry is very open to that. Like we, what? We think that's necessary. Well, there'd be a range of possibilities. An example would be 
to ensure that only berries sourced from countries that apply a certain global um, agricultural quality assurance process uh, would be permitted, you know, so that we, we know that countries like Serbia do have probably less stringent agricultural systems than the countries would normally trade with. Uh, and the adoption of assurance programs like what's called global gap is less frequent. So you so would filter of, out some countries by raising the bar in terms of what you expect with food processing offshore, and therefore some wouldn't meet it, for example, potentially Serbia, so you wouldn't be bringing barriers in from there. Well, we, we'd hope in time that, that within Serbia there will be producers that could meet that standard. It's not a country-specific thing. It would be about a quality standard of production and processing. Uh, that's that's a sort of that has, happens in other industries. And so how far are you? Yeah. And sorry to interrupt, Vincent, but how far right. are you off from deciding what the benchmark should be? Uh, we we've got to consult and we've got to work with the industry to make sure that it's the right fit and that they can, with the complex supply chain, we're talking about multiple countries and probably thousands of potential suppliers. They, it's one thing saying, here's the standard. What you then need to say is, how can you be sure that you can track every supplier and get that verification that they're applying that, that global agricultural standard? So we need to make sure that, they, one, they can do it and that they can verify it. So it'll take a little while for them so to do that. So months or years, Vincent? Uh, we, we're talking months. We're talking months. Would you hope to achieve it by sometime next year? We would, that would be our aspiration, yes. Vincent Arbuckle there from Food Safety New Zealand.